fucking back. Not gonna lie, I thought I locked myself out of my house for a second. That would have been funny. I, I, I was trying to lock yourself up. out of your house. I, I was trying to vamp and it uh, it didn't work. You know, it does not work. There we go. When the when non funny people, oh. when non funny people try to vamp, it just doesn't work. So well, you're not that funny either, there, genius. And the grand unreal. I'm gonna flip it to the other side so people don't see my ring address. It. Ring it before you. Yeah, can, can you ring that like before you open it? Just ring it in the box. Good enough. Welcome to hit the bell. We're uh, we're very entertained to watch Dalton Clunk open his bell. That he waited nine episodes to get, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, he's got the same one I do. It was the cheapest on Amazon. That's exactly why I bought mine. Hey, you don't have to keep ringing it. You can put it down. It's not dinner time. Fuck. Exactly. It is dinner time. Actually, it is. I'm kind of hungry, so we gotta hurry. You know, are you in a goddamn rush, motherfucker? You could have ate. No, I couldn't. I was napping. <laughs> mm. Anyway. By the time this episode airs, which we're thinking, you know, we're hoping hopefully by the weekend, Super Bowl's over with. And uh, let's just get a couple cleanup things out of the way first. Rick's obviously, he, I think he's at work right now. You know, he's a little busy with his personal life. So we wanted to just squeeze a quick episode in and uh, get it all finished up, man. So without being, uh, you know, without further ado... Let's get talking about what happened on uh, on Sunday and how much uh, I, I have some opinions. Yeah, I know you do. Um, I know mainly about the uh, red zone holding calls. Well, so the red the phantom red zone holding call on third and goal was a bullshit penalty, and I will be the first person to say that. It changed the second. It'll, it changed the tide of the game. So yeah. really. Especially back-to-back you, calls, pretty much. That's what I'm saying. It's like they, and even my dad and when I were watching it, um, we were both commenting. They're like, we're like, hey, these guys are, these refs are letting them play. Like, there's not a lot of calls being thrown or anything like that. Right. And by the time we basically said that, they started throwing some flags in the red zone when the Rams had a scoring opportunity to win the game. Lo and behold, fucking Eli Apple, who is arguably the worst corner in the league in man coverage, especially against Cooper Cup, yeah, scores a touchdown, that is, ends up putting him in the lead, and that's the game-winning touchdown. So, you know, I mean, I thought throughout the game, it was a pretty fair game. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, nothing was being act- called on both sides. Right. No, I mean referees were not calling much, which I'm okay with. I, I'm I'm an advocate for letting the guys play unless it's a blatant right. penalty, which was what really pissed me off about that third down call. Plus, I also didn't want the Rams to win. You guys saw the TikTok and the Instagram. You know what I mean? Um. <clears throat> so here's here's my big thing. I I thought the game from the get go, Cincinnati's defense stepped up, like they were yeah. playing some damn football. I was not expecting, and their O line, honestly. No. In the episode eight, in the first half, first half, yeah, first half, second half, not so much. Still, but like, but I mean, like, even the statistic is like, look at how many times Burrow got sacked throughout. Oh the yeah, playoffs. he also got sacked seven times in the Super Bowl. True. So, but the I'm line not gonna lie, I was expecting well. like 
10 to 15 sacks, to yeah, be completely fair. honest. I know that's a ridiculous number, but when you look at Cincinnati's O-line and the Rams' D-line, I was expecting a lot worse. I was expecting, yeah, I was expecting a lot worse. Um, I mean, first quarter started, right? When I was texting you guys, I was like, yo, like, Cincinnati's defense came to play, and then the offense came out, and I was like, not so much on their offense. Yeah. Um, but it was a pretty f- evenly contested game. I enjoyed watching it, you know. Yeah. Until about and I know <clears throat> all of us are the same. Minutes. All of us are the same. We'd rather watch a real close game than a blowout. Oh, easy. Like yeah. if it had been a well, so if it had been a blowout <laughs> victory for the Rams, I would have been like, all right, you know, it's the Rams were clearly the better team, and they beat the piss out of Cincy. That's not how it went. Like Cincinnati ended up scoring that touchdown. They missed the face mask call that T. Higgins on uh, did on Jalen Ramsey. That's a huge miss. Um, True. But again, another reason why I say you can't miss a call and not call a face mask and then call a phantom holding penalty. You either don't call both of them or you call both of them. <laughs> like that's you can't call one and not call the other. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Then it looks even more like you're picking sides. That, I mean, that's and – and I'm not one for conspiracies, but it's hard for me to, to be like, really, they gave them – they called no penalties throughout basically the entire game, and they just throw, like, six flags on the only drive where the Rams could take the lead to win it. Right. You know what I mean? And keep in mind, that's the first holding call of the entire game on defense. Oh, easy. Defense. It, was, it, was the only, it was the only holding call on defense. Yeah. All you know, I was like, <clears throat> so I don't know. I know those refs are gonna get a lot of shit for that. Oh, yeah. That comes with the job, though, being a referee. Well, so part of me, and I was listening. So again, I've been listening to a lot of Bussin' with the Boys, which is shout out Bussin' with the Boys. It's one of the best podcasts that I'm I'm listening to right now. Um, and they're talking about how referees are human. So obviously like with humans, it becomes an error sort of deal, but like we have so much technology surrounding the game of football. There almost shouldn't be any fucking error, you know, like we shouldn't have that problem where we're missing calls or making blatantly obvious or calling on a blatantly not obvious play, you know, like what happened. Right. This stuff shouldn't happen. I mean, they were talking about it in the sense of the Dallas Cowboys game in the playoffs against the Niners, but, you know, even still, referees should not be making these mistakes with all the technology that's around it. But right, especially also even like changes, you know. Yeah, like I get refs are human, but there's some refs that have been, like, refing for, like, 17 years and still yeah. making mistakes. Like, if I was refing, I feel like I wouldn't make that mistake. <clears throat> yeah, it, but again, I mean, think about it. It's You're still at the highest level. You're expected to be a referee at the highest level of football that there is. It's hard for me to be like, you know, when you make a blatantly dumb call, it's hard for me to, you know, take your side and be like, well, you're human. I understand. It's like, well, no, you're human. I get it. But at the same time, this is your job. Like you should be missing these calls or they should amend the rules so that they do so that they allow like, challenges with over like you know with replay officials they have they just allow replay to be a huge factor when you know penalties are called or not called you know like i don't think you right. can retro- i think right now i don't think you can retroactively throw a penalty on a play where you miss the call that's not going to happen right. nor should it honestly 
Yeah, you shouldn't be able to go back and then add a penalty. Right, but if there is a questionable call on the field, like what happened on third down, the you know replay should be allowed to take a look at it and be like, was it really that? Okay, maybe we can change our decision. Do I think this will ever happen in the game of NFL? I don't think it's going to happen. No. Well, but I don't. I don't know. It's it, it's hard for me to you know. It's hard for me to feel compassion for these referees for making mistakes like that because this is their livelihood. This is their job. Right. I can't go to the hospital and, you know, make a mistake, you know, when I'm like, you know, making a nurse can't go to the hospital and make a mistake by giving the patient the wrong medicine, you know, because that could kill them. Right. Like we got to hold our referees to a higher standard than. Oh, well, it's just a human error. Yeah, I mean, human errors can lead to really fucked up shit a lot. So, you know, we got to just hold our referees at a higher standard. But I will say, Cincinnati's defense, Logan Wilson specifically, because I was watching that, the guy who they ended up throwing that penalty on, that guy was all over the goddamn field. Oh, yeah. He was. Linebacker from Cincinnati. He was was playing at a lights-out level. Whether it was edge rush, he was blitzing, you know. I mean, like, he was just playing his ass off. Props yeah. to Logan Wilson. And a lot of that comes, too. He probably watched a lot of film to be prepared probably. to play at that level. Because, I mean, when you look at him through the regular season, not a bad linebacker. No. Not a great linebacker. He's probably, like, I would say in the upper third of, you know, middle slash outside linebackers, you know. Yeah. But, I'd put him I mean, that really third. shows... Your preparation determines how you play. And I exactly. guarantee you, he prepared like crazy. Oh, you have to. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, like, he, let, let's be real, like, Logan Wilson, nobody had fucking heard of that guy, really, other than, like, the people that are in Cincinnati. And maybe, if, I, I don't know if he's played on any other teams, but, you know, again, that guy was killing it. Yeah. Only but reason on I really know him is from playing Madden. Right. But on the same team, you have Eli Apple, who is fucking getting destroyed by Cooper Cup. Yeah. And it didn't even matter that Cup didn't get the ball thrown to him that much. Like, you could just rewatch film and watch Apple get burnt. Yeah, well, like, the problem is, though... Just getting, he was getting hammered, dude. Yeah, and the hard part for Cincinnati is that was their only option for Cooper Well, really, yeah. Yeah, well, there's mean, no one else out there that could have covered him. I mean, you could have... Put Chidabe Ouzier, but at the same time, like, he ended up getting hurt for a little bit and coming back in. And, you know, obviously, like, depending on the offensive lineup and everything, you know, there's different defenses for everything for people that don't pay attention or really don't know football as well as, you know, say you or I, because we used to play it. Um, But at the same time, I'm I'm not. You can't be as cocky as Eli Apple was. And not expect to get what he's getting right now, which is absolutely torched on social media. Oh, by NFL players, too. My favorite was McCall Hardman. McCall Hardman throwing out. He's like, hey, man, maybe you'll get one of these rings. And I'm like, damn, dude. Like, props to McCall Hardman for, you know, because I'm all for it. I think he was one of the first, too. He was. He was. He was like shortly after the game. He tweeted out to him. And as far as, you know, the recording of this episode, I don't think he's put, I don't think Apple's tweeted anything at all. He won't. Nor should he, honestly. He, 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 First thing he said. You gotta walk the walk in order to talk to talk. 
Now, and now, if you say anything, though, you got to be like, hey, I got my ass kicked. Right. right. That's the only thing he can own. say. Is just owning it. Yeah. There's no way. If you he, can't, yeah. Yeah. If he tries to, like, clap back or anything like that, he's got no ground to stand on. No, there's zero ground to stand on. But <clears throat> I don't know. The Cincinnati Rams. Cincinnati Rams. Hit the ball for me. Thank you. The Cincinnati Bengals played really well on defense. They held the Rams running game to absolutely nothing. Yeah. Which I'm I'm all about. The only problem is that that offense dude is so talented with all the people they picked up, you know, at wide receiver. Could that, you know, any goddamn Wawa employee could probably chuck the ball up there and throw it to those receivers. I don't know why Wawa specifically, but I don't know. That's just my that's my go to nowadays. My, uh, however, and this is what I'm gonna say about it because everybody knows my thoughts, my feelings about Matthew Stafford. I watched that guy for 12 years not be able to get it done, and my biggest point of contention that I don't like him is because I know he's a good quarterback. He is a he's a good quarterback, you know? I mean, like he's got a hell of an arm. Like yeah, that mother- and that little no look. I will give him credit, dude. That fucking no look pass on that game winning drive, that was like you see the angles like he that that, that you can't make that play any better. Right. You know? How obviously, like me watching the game, I did see the same old classic Stafford mistakes we saw in Detroit, where he'd just chuck the ball up or he'd stare his receiver down, which is what he used to do all the time with Calvin Johnson. But I'll be the first person to say, Congratulations, you won the Super Bowl, even though you took a really good team to, you know, it, it took a competent organization for you and to you're get to. And you're about to own his jersey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're gonna send this to Rick. Rick's gonna do the editing and post, but I, uh, I, I, I kept true to my word. I bought, I bought a Matthew Stafford Super Bowl jersey. It's not gonna get here until May, but right. It's yeah, because the other thousands and thousands of orders for him. Right, right. So, I mean, I, I bought it. I'm not super happy about it, but I, I gotta give credit where credit's due. He was able to get it done. And, you know, it's better than better than people give him credit for. I, I will be the first person to say that. However, I think the Lions fan base, their infatuation with this whole love story fucking throughout the past year is the most cringe fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. There are people that, like, say, hey, I'm rooting for Stafford. And I'm like, all right, I get that. I understand. But at the same time, like, there are these fans that are out there that are, like, celebrating like we won the fucking Super Bowl. I'm like, we're not even anywhere close, guys. Like, our old And won't be in, like, ten years. I, you know, I, I, like, I like the direction where the team's heading right now. But goddamn, like, get real. This is not, like, this is not our victory. This is the Los Angeles Rams victory. It just so happens that our old quarterback happens to be on the team. It's what it is. I don't care that, you know, he's a fucking, you know, oh my god, he's the next savior of LA and blah blah blah. I don't I don't care. 
Detroit Rams. The, the Detroit Rams shit. Whoever fucking came up with that idea is. That's a person I'd like to actually sit down and be like, what the fuck are you thinking? And to anybody who bought those shirts, you are not a Detroit Lions fan. There's no way. Because there's no way a true Detroit Lions fan will go out and willingly buy merchandise that would be like, hey, I'm supporting this other team, basically. Like, that's that's not who we are. We're diehards. That's not not how any fan base should be. No, but like, and, and even... Um, Stafford said it in his post-game interview. He's like, those. He's like, you guys know, like you guys, I think he said it to one of the um, announcers. I was like, he's like, you guys play like I. One of you guys played in the Midwest. Like you understand, those fans are diehards for their team, right. and to have them support me when they did not have to, they had no reason to support me. Is what Stafford said was very hard. It was. He's like, I loved it. But at the same time, like, you gotta be thinking in that guy's head, be like, this fucking Detroit Rams show, are you fucking serious? Like, there's a difference between supporting and, like, sucking the guy's dick. Like know? Chris Collinsworth did that the entire, entire goddamn game. game. That's just Chris My Collinsworth. God. That's who Chris Collinsworth is, though. I mean, but literally, it was like... Now this is a guy. Yeah, exactly. Now here's a guy. I just, ugh. You know, my... Al Michaels, I'm okay with. Chris Collinsworth, I've never been a huge fan of. Yeah, but I like Al Michaels a lot. Al Michaels is cool. Like, he understands the, the game. Set. He calls a good game when he's on. Collinsworth's just there for fucking, you know, fluff, basically, is how I've yeah. always seen. You know, I'm not... Al Michaels <laughs> might retire soon, if not I'm, I'm, after this year. Well, right. I mean, I, I think Al Michaels is probably going to retire within the next year or two if he doesn't I, do it this year. I heard something yeah. during the post game about retirement in the booth. I don't know who it was because I didn't catch the first part of it, but I heard something about someone saying that they were retiring. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's been a lot of rumors thrown. Well, they might have talked. They might have been talking too about uh, what's the O line for the Rams? Whitworth. Whitworth. He was talking yeah. about if they won, he uh, would probably retire. So. So obviously, like there are a lot of players that you could be like, if I on the, on the Rams team that if you besides Stafford, I liked Cooper Cup. I, I like who he is. He's a fuck. He's the hell of a receiver. Arguably the best in the league right now. You can't win the triple I'm, crown with nothing, you know. Yeah. However, obviously, I've got my reservations about Stafford. He's able to get it done. End of the day, he was able to get it done. Do I think he's Hall of Fame worthy? Absolutely. Not yet. I, I don't. I don't. Th- I don't see it. But again, as Richard Sherman said, the qualifications for getting in the Hall of Fame nowadays aren't super high. And I thought this yeah. year's Hall of Fame class was really weak. Yeah. Like I thought, Dick Vermeil was the only one out of this Hall of Fame class that I was like, all right, it's his time. He deserves it. The rest of them, I was like, where's Devin Hester? Like, Devin Hester should have been in the Hall of Fame as a first ballot for just his kick return and punt returns, man. Oh, yeah. He was a beast. He was a, Dude, he was a fucking menace in special teams. And that's Hall of Fame worthy, you know what I mean? But people, like, don't see special teams as, like, a huge thing. Even though Devin Hester is arguably the best to ever do it. Yeah. yeah. And also, the point, of, yeah, the point of the Hall of Fame is to essentially remember significant careers. Exactly. Devin Hester absolutely had a significant career. Always. And that, so he should be inducted into the Hall of Fame. True. In a heartbeat. I mean, arguments aside, I think that 
This Super Bowl was an interesting one to watch. I do think Joe Burrow will be back with at some point in his career. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I think what they need to do, and they didn't fucking do it this past offseason. And, and, and I, I read somewhere, like, this is actually kind of a real big thing. The Cincinnati Bengals could have drafted Panay Sewell and it and as long as their defense did what it did, they probably still would have gotten to the Super Bowl. Like it over Jamar Chase, if they had drafted Panay Sewell, it probably would have led to the same result had the defense played the same way they did. You are frozen on my screen, my friend. Hello. What the fuck? Hello. All right. What happened? My Skype just crashed. You, it keeps doing that, dude. Yeah, this is the second episode that's done that. It's so still recording, though. It's still recording, and I still said it's recorded the entire thing, so we should be good. I don't know. Technical difficulties. Technical, Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Okay, we're back. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. So, either way, like the Cincinnati Bengals team, had they drafted Panay Sewell... Instead of Jamar Chase, if their defense had done the exact same thing that they did this season, they probably still would have gone to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, what they need to do is prioritize protecting their fucking quarterback. All right, Joe Burrow's season will be cut in half. 16 times in the postseason. Yeah. His career will be cut in half if they don't put an O-line around him. you got to protect your quarterback, dude. And, like... I'm not that hot on Zach Taylor as a coach, if I'm being honest. Like, I think he's all right. Yeah, like, he was good enough to get him know, the Super have his team get into the Super Bowl, but he, obviously he wasn't good enough to win it. Right. True. But I, I think a lot of – they had an uphill battle for this for the game. Like, they had a huge uphill battle in going against an offensive mastermind like Sean McVay, who – I mean – you can't deny, like, he just put together one of the best offensive seasons that we've seen in a good while. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was a tough game for them to win, and I'm surprised they kept it as close as they did. It's encouraging for Bengals fans. It should be encouraging for Bengals fans. Yeah. Barring that they make the correct moves this offseason. They need to go out and get a guy like, you know, I don't know, like, there's a... Buck. I'm not remembering the guy's name off the top of my head. I need that uh, Northern Iowa uh, left tackle. Yeah, 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 that big motherfucker. Yeah, like tie, I think it's Ty something or something like that. Something like that. Either way, like, I'm not going to dwell on the game for too much longer, but my thoughts on Matthew Stafford have always been, this guy wasn't able to get it done for us, so why should I really support him? Well, and it's actually a really good article, and I'll link it. It's uh, it's a Detroit Free Press article, and it's for one of their subscribers-only buns, but it's like a dollar to get the subscription. However, it's by Carlos Menares, and it's a really good article for why you shouldn't have rooted for Matthew Stafford in the Super Bowl. Or what, it, it came out before it, but why you shouldn't root for Matthew Stafford in the Super Bowl as a Lions fan, you know what I mean? Right. So I'm like, okay... Uh, nope, that's not the right article. Oh, shit. Fuck. I can cut this out, too, if we need to. There it goes. All right. 
So, and it's a really good article because there was basically saying like, this motherfucker got paid three million dollars per win while he was with Detroit. He made a lot of money from us. Oh yeah, and like the number was like two hundred and forty-three mil. He basically almost basically almost made a quarter of a billion dollars from the Detroit Lions, and never got anything done. So the problem was one of the big problems was we kept rewarding him for. Mediocre. For mediocre and lack of performance or in lack of results. Yeah. And that was the previous ownership. Like this is before Sheila took over, our current owner. Our current principal owner, I should say. Um Yeah, so there was a huge other one, but the biggest reason why I don't like Matthew Stafford's wife. I do not like Kelly Stafford. And there are reasons for this. And I don't know if you knew about this, but it's kind of, I'm remembering more and more as I was reading this article. Because she was, you know, everybody talks about, oh, she had the brain surgery and the people of Michigan were so nice to her and helped her with the recovery process. That's all fine and good. But this is the same lady who became like straight up an entitled sports spouse just over the entire course of the career in Detroit. Like, here's a huge one. She tried to sell game tickets she wasn't using on StubHub that were given to her by the Detroit Lions organization. She basi- she regularly clapped back at those who dared to criticize Stafford's poor play and told fans in the media to shut the hell up. Sounds like Patrick yep. Mahomes' wife. In 2020, she posted on Instagram that she was overliving in a dictatorship we call Michigan. <laughs> And just this season, when they were with the Rams, she threw a soft pretzel at a 49ers fan at San Francisco. That's a free soft pretzel, though. Just saying. Free soft pretzel. But, like, this is... Here's my question, though. Here's my question, though. Did she also throw the cheese cup? Because I like having the cheese cup with my soft pretzel. You know, I think it wouldn't have been as big a deal if she had thrown the cheese cup. I don't think she did. Yeah. That's a, so that's that, a that's real why issue. This is that's a real issue. God, God damn it, was fat. <laughs> um, but you know, at the end of the day, I think Kelly Stafford is not a good person. I will not like her ever. I don't love Matthew Stafford. I I I, I never really will because of what he did with us. He didn't get anything done. But it's also like, you know, everybody's saying he did go to a competent organization that built a team to win, you know? Yeah. Now, whether or not that team, that same team's there next year, that's a different story, but... I think majority of them will stay. There's no reason for them not to. I don't think um, Von Miller stays. I think Von Miller might just call it a career because he's like 35 or 33. Yeah, I, I don't... I think if he doesn't stay with the Rams, he'll be retirement. I don't see him. There's no reason for him to go start over on another team. Right. No, no, no. I, I don't think he's going to leave and go. Yeah. Like like you said, I don't think he's going to leave and go to a brand new team. If he leaves, he's retiring. Yeah. Um, I'd be surprised if Aaron Donald called it a career. But at the same time, like, yeah, I mean, he could. Yeah. The problem that would suck for the Rams, though, if that happens is they got no first-round picks. Until 2024. Yeah. So, so that would better... really suck for them to lose all that talent and not have any first-round picks to try to get it back. Well, exactly. Like, like, that's what I'm saying. That was the whole big... It was a huge issue with what they did. 
to build this team to win is because they like they basically spent all of their first round assets and a bunch of other assets just to build this team to win. They did it. Yeah. What now? Like, where's the future headed for this team? Um. So I'm like, it's hard for me to be like, all right, well, yeah, like, you know, if we had a competent organization, but at the same time, do we want an organization that basically just puts all their chips in on one year and then we suck for the rest of eternity again? Right. Like, do I think the Rams are probably going to suck if they lose some talent like Aaron Donald, they lose Von Miller, they lose OBJ? I don't think they're going to suck, but they're definitely going to be good. Right, they won't be Super Bowl contenders. No, God, no. Yeah. Like, they're, they're a big reason that they were as formidable a team as they were was because of all of those people that joined on, like, one-year deals. Right. Or were traded in the last year of their contract. And I, was, and like, I saw a thing, too, like, OBJ may still be interested in the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves. Yeah. He's chasing, he's chasing rings, man. Now, granted, he's the fucking... No, I'm not. I, I don't blame him. Slut of the organization. No, he's, he's just not. like Drew, Drew. That was a fucking asinine thing to say. No, I don't blame for him for what he's doing. He wants success, so he's gonna go chase success. And he did. He got a Super Bowl ring. He asked. He, he wasn't gonna get it in Cleveland. He's like, I'm, I know I'm not gonna get it here. He oh, definitely no. proved that Baker's the problem in Cleveland. Baker is an issue. I don't think he's the problem. I think the problem is, is that they were running their offense to tailor a passing offense when they have three or four running backs that are fucking solid. Right. Like, they need yeah, to be a run-first-pass-second offense. Right. That like, need to be an old-school kind of playbook. Yeah, like, exactly. So, like, power, the gut, power through. Yeah, exactly. Power football. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's the problem with the Browns, but I don't, I don't know. I, I, so I congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams. If you had told me at the beginning of the year that they were going to win it, I probably would have believed you. Because again, they're as good as they are. Um, I, I'm I'm not thrilled about me having having to own a fucking Matthew Stafford Los Angeles Rams jersey. Just remember. I am a man of my word. Just remember, you did it to yourself. I did do it to myself. I said I would do it. I did it. Yeah, a safer bet would have been if Stafford gets the MVP, then he'll buy it. But well, again, hindsight, you keep saying that. Hindsight, is that there, there's no stake in that. Because if they lose, then he's not the MVP. Like... It would have had to have been contingent had they won, and then Stafford also played a good game, you know? Or you, you could have just said whoever gets Super Bowl MVP, you get their jersey. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I wouldn't have mind owning a Cooper Cup jersey. He carried my fucking fantasy team this year. True. He carried every fantasy team that he was on. Sure. Um, so, you know, at the, at the end of the day, I'm not that too concerned about it. Congrats. It's draft time. What are the going to do during the draft? Who knows? What will the I Falcons think, do? Well, the Falcons are, what, like 15, 16 or something like that? No, we're, we're like 6 or 8 or something like that. Mm. Yeah, they were pretty shit this year. Well, they, they, were, they won a few more games than people give them credit for, though. Yeah, but we still suck. Yeah. Well, I know the Lions are picking 2, 32, and 34 within the first two rounds. So, yeah, we'll pick eight. 
Okay. Well, I mean, I think you could get... Depending on... A quarter back. Quarter back. Quarter back. I hate Matt Ryan. I want him gone. I want him retired. I want him him to be forcefully retired. I don't think you guys are drafting a quarterback this year. First of all, I wouldn't be mad. Because, again, there's no, like, clear cut, oh, my God, I have to have this quarterback in this draft. Right. Like, each one of them is a project. Pickett is a project. Corral's a project. Willis is a project. Ritter's a project. Like, all of them are projects, man. Right. Um, and the thing, too, we did, we did technically draft a quarterback in the in the last draft, later in the rounds, but yeah, I think but, they're trying I mean, for Felipe right now. Yeah, I don't know. I think Felipe's probably not going to be the guy. Like, that no, he won't. Over. Um, here's what I think the Lions should do, in my opinion. As long as our offensive unit is healthy, we have some really good talent. We have DeAndre Swift. We have, um, fuck, what's his name? The other running back, Jamal. God damn it! Why do I? I, I almost wanted to call him Justice or Juice. Um, no, the Jamal second Will- player you're trying to name on your favorite team. Yeah, I know. Uh, Jamal Williams. We got DeAndre Swift. We got Hawkinson. We got St. Brown. We've got. A bunch of other guys that I think are going to be playmakers. You know, I think we need to get a receiver, yes, a clear cut so. receiver, and a quarterback. See, here's where I here's here's the thing. It's like I just said, like I, you know, there's no clear cut quarterback in this. Right. Draft. I'm saying go ahead and get because there's here's not necessarily going to be a clear cut in the next few drafts as of right now. Here's what I'm thinking is going to happen at two. We're going to get Aiden Hutchinson, which I think is the best pick overall. Dude almost won the Heisman. Like, he came in second. I'm okay yeah. with it. Um, and there's people questioning Kayvon Thibodeau's work ethic, which, you know, again, I don't blame him. You know, he's been kind of a clear-cut top-five pick since he got to college. Right. You know? So why should he have to work super, super hard? You know what I mean? But at the same time, like, Hutchinson is probably one of those guys where I'm like, I want that guy. And that's Michigan bias aside. He's a fucking playmaker. I watched him for a whole year. He is, he's, he, he will live up to the hype as long as he keeps going on the game that he's going, you know? Right. But at 32, I think we're going to get, probably going to get Desmond Ritter. And I'm okay with that. I like, I, I like Ritter. Cause I think Willis is probably going to go in the twenties to some, Fucking team, either the Saints or the Steelers or something, you know. Yeah. Even though I honestly like Willis, you know, I would not be surprised to see on the Steelers next season. Oh, James Winston. I think he's going back to the Saints. I, I think the Saints need to get him back because like he, they were playing really good football with him at quarterback last year. Yeah, but I can see the Steelers at least making a run for him. Mm. It depends on where he wants to go, honestly. Because yeah. I don't think all four. Um, Haskins are the fucking, neither one of them is the solution. Right. You know, yeah, I don't even think they're going to be, hopefully, on the team next year, but um, either way, I, I think we need to draft a receiver at either 32 or 34. You know, that's where yeah. we're at. If we can move down, like, two picks, three picks from two, and still get Hutchinson, then that would be, like, you know, Get another first rounder out of it or something, right? But the Lions are, are not going to trade down. Yeah, they take what they can get. 
and there is a clear-cut defensive presence at two that we need. Like, we need defense. Y'all, it's like you'd trade down, like, two picks, and then the pick in front of you would get them. Yeah, no, no. But we need defense first things first. Like, that's how we're at. Like, that's what we need to get. Yeah. You don't Um, have a defense. No, we don't. So, like, I'm okay with Hutchinson being the pick. I think we need to get another corner at some point because yeah. our corners, I don't think Akuda's going to be the guy if he can't stay healthy. I don't think Akuda's nope. going to be the guy even if he's playing, but that's just beside the point. Um, I don't know. I'm like, I'm excited to see what, we're, what we do come April, you know. We'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. Yeah. But fingers crossed for, for good results. And it's time for the XFL and the USFL, you know? True. April, USFL. Let's go Stallions. Yes, sir. Whatever the fuck they are. The Birmingham Stallions. Oh, I don't fucking... The Birmingham team can suck my my nads. Um, No. I'm pretty sure it ain't like every single... I'm pretty sure every single game's played in Birmingham. I don't know. I I think they were saying... I was told. I think they were doing them in one city this year to start out. It's going to be Birmingham. I'm okay with that. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be going to so many games. Well, you also have to like, you know, do school and stuff too. So I'm gonna be like graduating in May. So I good. So pivoting a little bit, still on the Super Bowl topic. Let's talk about the halftime show, which at first viewing when I'm watching it live. And I'm also getting talked to in my ear from my father, who doesn't really listen to a ton of this music. Like, he was like, I kind of want to see Snoop Dogg. I kind of want to see Eminem. I was like, okay. And he's kind of giving the color commentary through the whole thing. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, my, my only complaint to start off with was, like, when Dre and Snoop came out at first, I couldn't hear him, dude. Yeah. Like, I really couldn't hear him that well. Like, the mix wasn't working as good as it should have. You know what I mean? You're awful quiet. Yeah. Um, like, he's kind of just standing there, sitting here for, like, he's just... Um, yeah, because all you're fucking doing is fucking yapping. You don't quit, if you keep flapping your fucking cock holster, I can't. <laughs> yeah, again, steal more of other people's jokes, Drew. Um, either way. I, I couldn't hear Snoop and Dre at first, man, and I was like... Damn, dude, like, they're coming out to California Love, like, um... California. It wasn't... That wasn't the first song. That was the second song, but, like... Yeah, that was the second. Um, they came out with, uh, Next Episode first. Yep. And then they had, uh, California Love. And then it went from those two, it went... I had no idea 50 was gonna be in the show. I don't think anybody did. No, like, but... I'm seeing a bunch of videos now. Like, you can see 50 walking and, like, climbing up into the thing. Yeah. Shit. Like, but nobody noticed it because obviously everybody's paying attention to Drain Snoop. Right. And then, and then know, they point down. And then 50 comes and he's hanging upside down like he did in the fucking Into Club music video. You know, and my first thing was, like, holy shit, 50 got <laughs> a little fat. Due to inflation, 50 cents is now $1. Yeah, exactly, right? 50 cents. I, I he's looking more like a dollar these days. Um, but 50 came out to end the club and I thought 50's performance was awesome. Like yeah. I could start to hear it at that point. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, 50's coming out and it's starting to get pretty good. 
Um, and then it went from 50, I went to Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Which, Mary J. Blige, which was her first song, which was, uh, I think it's, I can't remember the name of it. I, I know it. It's like, it's like. And I don't listen I to know, it, so I can care I less. I know Rick's going to hate it. Going to hate me for it. I know the song. I can't tell you the name. Whatever. Um, her second song, I was like, I didn't really know it as much, and it didn't really fit the vibe of what was going on. So I was like, all right, interesting choice. Um, and then they shifted to Kendrick, and Kendrick started playing um, Mad City. And yeah. I was like, dude, Mad City is like one of my favorite songs by Kendrick. Like, I, I just like Kendrick in general. Oh, Kendrick's awesome. Um, and then they went from Mad City to All Right, which was a good transition. Yeah. You know, and everybody you know that I'm I'm hearing is like, well, who's that Kendrick? Like, who's the guy in the boxes? Like, I'm like, you guys are paying attention to the wrong things here. Like, it's not supposed to just be catered to the 40 year olds that are fucking listening to this music when it came out. You know, like right. Kendrick's, Kendrick's a modern artist. He's okay. You know, Kendrick's been around since fucking 2012. Yeah, it was like swimming pools and all that. Yeah, swimming pools, Mad City, like shit like that, and it was all coming out. Um, and it went from Kendrick to Eminem, and Eminem started. Um, uh, forgot yes, about sir. Dre. No. Oh yeah, he Dre. started with Forgot About Dre when he was saying yeah. nowadays everybody's gonna talk. Yeah, that was Forgot About Dre, but it was like a line from Forgot About Dre, and it went into Lose Yourself, yeah. which his performance of Lose. First of all, Eminem can command a fucking stage. It's Eminem. Yeah. It's Eminem. He can command a stage. He actually was playing, you know, obviously people don't know what a backtrack is. They're like, oh, they're lip syncing. I'm like, it's a backtrack. That's it. You go to a live concert for these people. That's exactly what you're going to hear, too. Right. Not like fucking, you know, rock music and shit. Eminem killed it. He, He fucking killed it. And he always will. Um, so then he, you know, takes the knee. Dre comes over and he starts playing on, and I, I I don't think you noticed it, and neither did Josh or Rick at first. But when he was saying "Lose Yourself," Anderson Pack was on the drum. Yeah. Oh, I did not notice. Yeah, that. Anderson Pack was on the drums. So, people that don't know who Anderson Pack is, he recently did the uh, Silk Sonic album with Bruno Mars. So, and he's also done a couple Eminem songs here and there too. So, uh, they know each other pretty well. It went from Eminem. He takes his knee. Dre walks over to the piano, starts playing a riff, a little bit of. T- I, and I think, from what I've seen on TikTok, it was actually a little bit of Tupac that he yeah. was that riff. Well, the whole thing that a lot of people were hoping for was a Tupac hologram. Yeah, but that's like a lot to pull off, you know. I mean, I don't think it's, it's been not. Too it's hard. not unheard of, but it's definitely yeah. hard to pull off, you know. Um. He plays a little bit of Tupac in the, on there, and then it shifts from that until um, still DRE. And you just hear the classic. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, so you hear all that, and then fucking place like start. He Dre's playing it on the piano, and then it shifts to the actual track, and like everybody's losing their shit. Oh yeah, everybody gets on the fucking stage. They're at this point, everybody's on the stage together. We're like fifty Snoop. Everybody's on there, and then show ends. You know, and after first watching it, I'm like, okay, the set design was not my favorite. I, I no, thought it was a little. The set design was, was bad, in my opinion. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought the set design was not good because it was very like, if you're not on the side where you can see it, you ain't seeing shit. Like you couldn't right. have seen fifty when he was performing. Right. 
that it, I don't care who you are. You couldn't have seen 50. That's not, they did it for the people at home and the people that were sitting on that sideline. And that's not good set design. Like Prince, when he was doing his Super Bowl halftime show, just had an open stage. You could see him from wherever you were at. Right. I mean, so that was a detriment to it. My other detriment was at the very beginning through uh, basically until 50, I couldn't really hear what was, what was being said, you know, another issue I had with it. However, pros, first of all, the lineup for the people that were performing was pretty fucking solid. Yeah. Like, you can't get a much better lineup together. I yeah. thought maybe get Ice Cube to guest here, maybe sing like it's a good day or something like that, or a little NWA, you know, like straight out comedy. That would have been killer. I would have loved that. But again, yeah. you know, time constraints, budget constraints, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think another positive was the tracks they played. I think it was a very popular mix of basically all of most of the artists' po- most popular tracks. Yeah. 50s Into Club is his, you know, like you know 50 for Into Club. Right. Everybody that knows 50 knows Into Club. Right. You know Dre and you know Snoop for getting together on Still DRE for California. Well, not California Love. That was a Dre and Tupac song. Um, for, you know, next episode, shit like that. Um, I would have been, you know, and it was an interesting one line to throw in, and people were kind of forgetting it that M was in uh, Forgot About Dre. Right. That he did that there. But <clears throat> I think the problem was that they gave everybody two songs except Eminem. Yeah. Like, kind of sad about that. I was like, you only gave M Lose Yourself? Like, I would have heard to, I would have loved for him to break it down and say, like, Real Slim Shady or My Name Is or something, dude. Honestly, like, though, with, if he's going, like, no. I feel like he would have gone, like, Godzilla or something like that, just based off yeah. popularity and how popular that song popular. got. Yeah. But again, this is kind of, yeah, he could have gone that route, but at the same time, it was like everybody else was doing their old classic songs. So I think. Oh, yeah, that is true. I think he probably would have done. Hi, you know, my name is. Yeah, my name is, or Real Slim Shady or something like that. Because um, I would have loved to hear. Um, Real Slim Shady is, like, one of my favorite songs by Eminem. I would have loved to have heard that. Yeah, that'd been good. Um, or even, like, Till I Collapse. Till I Collapse would have been another solid one. That's the one my dad thought he was going to play. Um, and I was like, I don't know. I don't think Till I Collapse is going to be one on there. Like, it's his most streamed song on Spotify, but that's also, you know, it's, it's Spotify. You can listen to whatever you want. Right. Um, I think his most popular song has always been Lose Yourself. Oh, of course. And then close second with my name is or Slim Shady, you know, real Slim Shady. You know what I mean? I I will give the halftime show, and I rewatched it because I was like, you know what? Let me rewatch it. After rewatching it, I I thought it was better. You know, I I, I saw it at first, and I was like, all right, this is like, it's good. It's you know, like the set, like the, the song list is great. The people that are performing are great. 50 was a nice ad- ad- addition to it. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. Like, I just didn't like the stage design. I didn't like that I couldn't hear him at first. And that got me crucified in the fucking group chat with Rick and Josh. Yeah. They're like, You're dead to me. And I was like, did you watch the same thing I just watched? Like, the set design was not that awesome, in my opinion. Right. I'm like, I'm like trying to justify my opinion. And I'm like, why do I have, I'm like, why do I have to justify this? <laughs> like, this is what I'm thinking, you know? 
and there are obviously people who are like, I think they're seeing this with, oh my god, it's Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem, blah, 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 you know, and they're like, oh my god, it's the greatest halftime show ever, and I'm like, it was in the top five. Yeah, I can agree with top five. I don't know if it's the best, you know? No, not the best. Yeah, it's better than the weekends last year. I will give him that, even though I yeah. liked the weekends last year. I was iffy I thought, on it. I liked it. I thought it was all right. Um, but like you rewatch Prince, man, and Prince fucking destroyed. Well, like there's, it is also Prince. <laughs> it's Prince, dude. Like you're Prince not gonna destroyed beat Prince. Destroyed Michael Jackson. Like it, Michael Jackson was thing, solid, you know. Um, about yeah. this one, it was really, really simple. Like, it wasn't right. really over the top. Well, that's... Like, right. yeah, like Michael Jackson... Sometimes that's all you need. ...top of the stadium. Um, Lady Gaga jumping off some shit. I don't remember what that Prince was. Prince having but. the giant logo stage and everything, and the yeah. logo guitar, and, like... And then having it pour rain while they... Well, that, that also uh, wasn't planned, but... Well, it wasn't planned, but it's pouring rain while they've got these dancers in, like, eight-inch heels dancing all over the stage. And him just fucking shredding on the guitar, dude. Yeah. Like, Prince can shred. Prince, and he didn't even, Prince he wasn't shred, even playing bro. a lot of his music. He, he played fucking, like, Best of You by Foo Fighters, and there were a couple others. Yeah. I, I haven't watched him yeah, in a minute. There were, like, he, he, he was just out there bro. playing music. He wasn't there to promote right. himself. It was, I mean, it was right. a concert. It wasn't like yeah, nothing. Like that, like. But that's what Prince made it feel like. This just made it, it was a halftime show yeah. for right. this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this was definitely a halftime show. Prince made it feel like a concert. Like, you went to go see Prince. Football game aside, who cares? That motherfucker's here, you know? Yeah. Um, but do I think it was a great halftime show? I thought it was an 8 out of 10. And at, yeah, that was after fair. my first swing, second one, I'd probably say 8, 9 if I'm feeling like it. You know, like, when I can hear it, I thought the performance is good. And you hear about some of the stuff that they're doing afterwards, like, when he was saying, like, the NFL said basically, "Hey, don't say still not loving police." Dre did it anyway. Oh yeah, said, that, that was Eminem, coming. Said Eminem shouldn't kneel. He did it anyway. Um, well, did you everybody. did you expect L.A. rappers to do what no, you told no, no. them to but do? Again, but yeah. Again, but even still, like Marsh didn't do anything. That, he, that they, you know, he basically was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna knee anyway. I don't care." Oh, yeah. I'm like, Eminem. he's like, "I'm Eminem." Eminem does what Eminem wants to do. Right. Like, Eminem doesn't give a fuck, you know? Right. So, you know, all things aside, I thought 8 out of 10 on the halftime show, I people are kind of just too blinded by, oh, my God, it's so-and-so and so-and-so, and I'm farting up a storm right now. Holy crap. Um, oh, that's what I heard? <laughs> yeah, that was, I'm, like, I'm like, that's definitely getting picked up. I that's thought right. that was the chair, and I was no, like, that was my, my that was my ass. Um... But people are too blinded by, oh, my God, it's all of these people. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But take a look at some of the other stuff that they're that they're doing here, you know? Uh, it was still a good halftime show, like, by all by all means. Oh, yeah. Better I would like, never Coldplay say it was, was bad. Cool. Yeah. Coldplay was bad. Like, I just did not enjoy the halftime show. Not many um, people did. No. Not, but, I mean, but... Like, they're getting better, and I think they're trying to incorporate different genres of music, because this was the first, like, hip-hop half Right. You know? And I think they need to start doing a little more of that. Like, they started getting into it a little bit last year with The weekend, but then this year they were like, all right, let's just go all in. It's in L.A. Next up, fucking- country. 
they tried that before it it did not go well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Shania Twain did not do well. It's also Shania. I think there's better halftime performance country artists. I think Luke Combs could do a better. I, think I can see could, Luke Combs doing. Could, I think he could do a good halftime show. I just don't think it appeals to everybody, you know? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, rap doesn't appeal to everybody. I mean, you can say that with almost any genre. Well, I saw more positive reviews for that halftime show than I did bad. And the yeah. only people I really saw that did bad were, like, your average people who you stereotypically would think would have a would not think that's okay. You know what I mean? No, you, you know, like saying. white guys, <clears throat> old white people. Um, but either either way, like overwhelmingly positive. I think that that's a step in the right direction for what the NFL is trying to do with doing their halftime shows and everything. But even still, like they tried to restrict them, and I'm like, dude, you're not going to restrict fucking Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and everything like that. Like Snoop right. fucking. Dude, footage is out there of Snoop literally on the fucking stage. Not, like, on the top of it, but, like, on the stage, he's fucking lighting up his blunt and shit to get high before they go going out there. And people are, like, making a news story out of it. I'm like, it's Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I, like, I saw that, I was like, I'm not Snoop I'm like, you guys were expecting anything different, really. Are you expecting him to quit for the day? No, dude, like, fuck, you just fucking let him light up. Who gives a fuck? You know? Like, he he made his career around it, you know? Right. So, who cares, you know? Um, but I'm, I, I thought it was a good halftime show overall, you know? And fucking, goddamn, like, Snoop's fucking up there singing the song. He's up there crip-walking and shit, dude. <laughs> like, dude, I don't, I don't care what you say. Like, you... You gotta have fun with these performances. It's not just a fucking er, 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 I am a robot, yeah. you know? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, have some fucking fun with it, which is what they did, you know? And I'm okay with it. But at the same time, I think there could have been a lot more effort in the, uh, in the production, you know? Yeah. I gotta say, you know 50 Cent had one heck of a head rush when he hopped down off that oh, ball from the upside down. He, you know, he was probably like, I'm about to pass Well, out. I mean, you can kind of see he's like, you can find me in the club. You know. Yeah, it's probably like, come on, like, let me not pass out during the Super yeah, Bowl. Right. Um, he's like, oh, fuck. I want to know how many times they rehearsed that with him upside down. I mean, you got to go One. through sound check and everything, too, so. Yeah. I don't know. But I thought, again, very good Super Bowl overall. Let's... Nothing really too bad to say. I'm glad the fucking, you know, the Chiefs weren't in it, because I would not. That, that just would have been unbearable again. Yeah. Uh, three years in a row that the Chiefs do not need to be in the goddamn Super Bowl. Especially for the Chiefs not being as good as they need to be. No. To be in the Super Bowl. Right, exactly. Um, so, pivoting away from that a little bit, I mean, we're almost I, we're yeah. almost done here. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. there's not I much hope you to talk about. I hope you like football because that was an hour of it. That was basically all we talk about. I mean, you know, I there's not a lot going on this week. We kind of just wanted to make sure we squeezed one in before, you know, we don't want to take a huge gap like last time. Like, right. I think the last gap was like three weeks and we shouldn't do that. Like, we want to try to get you guys some more content on a pretty regular basis, which is what we're doing, you know. 
they may not be as long episodes some weeks, and some weeks we may have fucking episodes that go for, you know, two hours. We don't know. Right. And be on the lookout, too, for some more unique, like, little side episodes, almost, to put it, like, of not our mainstream kind of stuff we do, like, how we've talked about recasting, just doing little game kind of trivia yeah. kind of things, like, I, yeah. I thought- yeah, I thought the game trivia that we did last week was fucking awesome. I, I think that's something. Oh yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Out, we can do it again. Um, you and I were talking about it the other day. I was talking to you and I shot you a text. I was like, "Hey, listen, like if we do Who Am I again, we can do baseball players. If it's like me and Rick playing, or you know what I mean? Right. Like, there's a lot we can do with some of these templates. Like, Who Am I is a great category. Um, oh, yeah. And we talked we talked about it last week, so let's not get into it too too much. But there's a lot of stuff we think we can do. We just want to get more content out on a pretty regular oh, yeah. basis, rather and than not like, be on a dry spell. Right, no dry spells as much as possible, um, which is why we wanted to squeeze this in this week. Um, but obviously, yesterday was Valentine's Day, and me being the single lonely fucker that I am, I didn't do anything. I came home and I slept. So. I think Ding Dong did the same thing. You just went out and played golf. Yep. But Mr. Golf is my Valentine. I did golf not is. sit at home and do nothing. I, I was going to say, like, you went out and met your girl over, I think, in Birmingham. Yeah, um, we went at my parents' place. Uh, like, so our reservation, literally the only reservation there was 4.30 in the afternoon, 9.30 at night. No other options. And so I had class till 3.15. She had class till 4. It's about an hour and a half drive for both of us. So we're like, 4.30 is not going to work. 9.30 it is. Right. And so we just met there, hung out with my parents for a little bit, and then got ready. Um, took her to uh, Perry's Steakhouse in Birmingham. A little shout out because it was good. They had like a little I candle. Saw, I, I saw the fucking geotag when you posted on your Snapchat story. I was like, oh, he's spending fucking $300 tonight. Nah, it wasn't that much. Um, Expensive, though. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't cheap, but, I mean, it's worth it. I'm going to treat my girl. I'm going to take her out nice on our first Valentine's Day together. But, a simp, what? Oh, I'm a simp. I, I'm never going to deny it. No, I'm just fucking with you. No, I just want to take her out somewhere nice for our first Valentine's. But, um, so it was, they did, like, a candlelight uh, couple's dinner special kind of thing. So, they, like, had a can on the table, rose petals across the tabletop. Um, we got uh, steak and lobster tails, um, like, salads to start, mashed, or they call it whipped potatoes. Some vegetables. Same yeah, same difference. Um, that was real good. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, it sounds like and, and we got some chocolate-covered strawberries, and I love some chocolate-covered strawberries. First of all, strawberries are my favorite fruit of all time. Chocolate on top of them is just, you know, piece there is all. I think you could put chocolate on almost anything and make it better. Yeah. Yeah. Steak, lobster, like... Wieners. Hot dogs? What? Yeah. No, I meant like you, hot you dogs. Hot dogs? Yeah. Yeah. We're we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop where where that goes. Glizzies. Glizzy. Um, no, but so I mean, I thought you know you were posting some pictures. I thought it was nice. I thought you. Yeah, I'll you know, send you Rick some pictures. He can put the picture of me and her up. Yeah. On the- yeah. I mean, there's there's a couple pictures here and there we're gonna probably have put up and post and everything too. So, um, Rick doesn't have to do too much this this week weekly. So. Um, but at the same time, you know, it was, I thought it was nice. I think you did the right thing. Obviously you took her to a nice dinner. Yeah, I got her some flowers. Got do, I got, got her. I, I did all the traditions. I got her a car, yeah, wrote yeah. a book inside the card. I wouldn't have done all that, but. I mean, like, get her a card. Yeah. Get her a card. But yeah, I wouldn't have wrote, I, I'm not a big writer. So. Oh, I'm not either. So, but 
I got, I got the creative that. juices flowing, so it my, worked. My, my, my would have been like, you're hot. Signed. Signed, Damon. <laughs> Signed, your boy. <laughs> your boy. Um, but, you know, that's also why I don't have a girlfriend, and you do, so. Yeah, just, I mean, just write the lyrics to Your Man by Josh Turner. In there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Your Man by Josh Turner is a great song. Let's just uh, leave it at that. Very true. Um... I mean, did you guys, like, I mean, I, I don't know how, like, obviously you just went to dinner and everything, and that was it? Yeah, we went to dinner, and then we just went back to my parents' place, changed into pajamas, and then watched a movie. I mean, pretty easy. I ain't gonna lie, I made a valet guy's day. I tipped him a 20. So he was like, dude. He was like, Hell oh, yeah. this is so nice. Like, thank you. Like, shook my hand and everything. He's like, thank you. Like, this is nice of you. He didn't like, fart in your car. I then. got you. True. There you go. I mean, that's all it takes for them to not fire I mean, your it car. Didn't smell. It was so cold when we uh, left the restaurant. I'm like, we need to hurry up and get in this car and turn the heat on blast. I mean, I, I know it was like 49 degrees here last night, so I'm, I'm assuming it was in the 30s for you guys. Yeah, it dropped pretty cold. And it's kind of funny, too. Uh, Lori wore some heels. Um, so, you know, 6'2", 5'2", wasn't too much of a difference. Um, there you go. But... She doesn't wear heels very often, so I'm literally like holding she her, fell. like slow. She didn't fall at all, but like we were like slow walking to make sure she didn't like bust an ankle. I mean, I'm not. I I've never really understood heels. I think they're kind of, eh, like you're not fooling anybody, you know. Um, I think it's just a look. I mean, they mean. But it, they do it's look a look, good. but it's also yeah. uncomfortable for for a lot yeah. of women. That, and like, like, for example, this is the outfit I wore to class and everything today pajamas because i live by the idea i'm gonna dress comfortable before i dress nice exactly like i'm wearing a fucking gasparilla lightning performance tee i don't give a fuck you know i can't talk right now i'm still in my golf clothes well yeah you're dressed like you went to a fucking business meeting at a stock worker exchange yeah i'm yeah i'm literally just wearing pajamas all day yeah but you know it it seemed like you guys had a good time which is all fine and good that's a good thing, obviously. You a know, fantastic you Valentine's Day. Um, it would have probably made it a little bit better had you not had to, you know, both drive from separate locations. But you know, it is all right. It yeah. is. It is what it is. That's what long distance. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's. I know it's not easy, and you guys are making it work. So that's yeah. you know, props for Which you guys. It, it kind of works out with literally my parents being almost an exact center point between me and her. Because mm-hmm. anytime we meet in the middle, we can just spend the night at my parents' house. Okay. They don't care. Separate rooms or together, like separate. You know my parents; they don't have that rule. I know. I I don't. Why is okay? Not now. Um, I don't know. It it seemed like you guys had fun, which is always positive. Uh, Oh, you want to hear a little funny story from the restaurant? Shoot. So the couple next to us did not talk the entire time to each other, Hmm. to the point they both ended up having AirPods in. And we're on their phones the <laughs> entire Valentine's dinner. And then she ended up complaining about her. So she said, me and Lori are both very nosy. So we listened oh, the entire too. time. I'm nosy too. And Who's so, not nosy? If you're not nosy, you're lying. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, you're just, like, you're just fooling yourself. The girl was like saying she ordered her steak medium rare well with blood. Medium rare isn't bloody. Medium rare is not bloody. Rare. And so like the Yeah. So like the waiter tried explaining that to her. Um, she just, she's like, I wanted blood. 
And so ended up he getting he got his manager. He came over and he's like, "Can you explain to me what happened?" And to the point where the manager's like, "We're just gonna make you another steak." Dude was her date. The guy I don't know if they were like married, dating, whatever, first date, whatever it may have been. He was done eating to the point they had already cleared his side of the table, and he's just on his phone. Then her next steak came out, <laughs> and he's just similar. He's just there, just. He's probably texting the side bees like this bitch is crazy. Well, I think he was watching something because I kept seeing like the screen like flashing like it was a TV kind of thing. On. This but bitch I was is like, crazy. And I remember too, like at, when they got up to leave, she like had her phone. Well, it's a dark restaurant. They have fancy restaurants, so you know they have the lights kind of dim. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. got her phone flashlight on, looking for something on the chair. And he and I overheard him say, "He goes, I'm leaving." <laughs> I love it. Okay. King shit. He he knows his girl is like fucking crazy. He's like, I, you can come if you want. I might get some pussy out of this. I don't know. Yeah, but he just ended up, and they just left. I was like, okay. Yeah, well, glad I'm not in that kind of relationship. Yeah, right. That's good. I'm glad you had fun. You know, I'm glad you were had fun on the uh, consumer centrist fucking holiday that is Valentine's Day said the salty single it's kind of funny too so like it said when i made the reservation that there's going to be rose petals on the table mm-hmm. when we got sat down there wasn't rose petals on the table so i was low-key kind of petty i'm like excuse me i don't like mean to be like make a big deal but it said rose tables gonna be on the table i don't see any rose petals bell bell he said rose tables there you go uh let's just say we got rose petals on the table yeah that's all good did you check they your smell wires? good too Oh yeah, I gave him a good tip. How much do you end up spending? If you don't if you don't mind sharing. I don't care. Uh with tip about two twenty. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, not for a steak and lobster, you know, dessert and yeah, everything. Yeah, for like a, a nice sort of fine thing. dining sort of thing. That's yeah. Yeah. you have fine dining? Yeah. I mean that's including yeah. your valet tip and everything too, right? Well, no, that wasn't including valet. Oh, well that's just dinner, that's a little pricey, but yeah. still not but, but, I mean it was it was good. I mean, it was a big giant salad. Mashed potatoes, yeah. vegetables, steak, lobster. I mean, it was good. That I meal's worth it. I'm not going to at all complain about it. No, no. Yeah, it sounds yeah, like yeah. you have fun. And I treated Lord. It's more the experience. So, yeah. yeah. Treating her to a nice dinner was all I cared about. Right. Now, I mean, again, I, I, I'm not going to get too nosy, but I am a little bit. Um, so you got Valentine's Day. When's, when's she going to pick up the check for the next big one? She get Christmas well, or something? Birthday? Well, no, normally we go back and forth. Okay, so no, like, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so not like even like we kind of like go back and forth and everything. Like if I drive up to her place, she's making the drive the next weekend. Mm-hmm. Or like if I buy lunch, like for example, when we were in Atlanta for Passion, you know, if I bought lunch, she bought dinner. So we kind of okay. Well, that's cool. We we go back and forth on it. That, that that's what I was. That's more what I was asking. Yeah. I wasn't trying to get like too personal. I just wanted to make sure. No, that, I know. You know, I I wanted to make sure you weren't getting fucking hosed or anything like that. No, no, no. We it's a very so, a very very fifty fifty relationship. It's good. It's good. Not all of yours have been that way. True. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, there's not too much more really to go on. We've been going for about an hour and thirteen, fourteen area, but you know, we're probably there. It is. He. <clears throat> I, 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 I have. I haven't done it in a long time. You, you got to give me credit. You always look credit. at it. I haven't done it in a long time, so I could tell you Give look, you just don't credit. say nothing. Yeah, I, I do look. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if there's, I mean, there's not much else really to talk about. I mean, I'll, I'll say this: we're going to Universal next week. Okay. Beginning of the week, so we can. I've only sh- been <laughs> ten years of I living bash. in Florida. 
once. Grad bash. Grad bash. Yeah. When you flake, when you flaked on us. I mean, I, I just went with the people I was on the bus with. Uh huh. No, you went with your girlfriend at the time's friends. She, even she didn't go. No, every single person I was with hated her. Except you. You're like I was trying to get the time. <laughs> no, but. Um, no, but so yeah, we're going to Universal next week. It should be fun. We're going with because my grandparents just got into town today. If you can hear them in the background, because everybody's being heard, fucking loud. I heard some background noise. That is, wasn't sure if your parents were in there talking or something. No, it's uh, my grandparents are both in town. They're talking to them, so um, nice. obviously it's, it's a little fun. bit noisier this this week, but it's all right. Um, yeah. You know, we're going for a little two day pass sort of deal. I'm probably gonna end up getting a fucking annual pass because it's almost. You know, the the two day plus an extra two days pass is like for Florida residents like two hundred and fifty, and I think the annual pass is three hundred. Yeah, that's not bad like, at all. I might as well just fucking bite the extra fifty bucks and say yeah. annual pass. I can go whenever I want. Right. Yeah. It's whatever. Um, and then if I want to upgrade from there, I can go from like the three hundred to the four hundred one. Blah, blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? Right. It's Disney. They got options for everything. No, 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 no. This is Universal, homie. Like, that, oh yeah, Disney, I forget. Disney, I wouldn't. Disney, I'm buying the fucking ticket that we can go a couple times. I'm all right with that. The annual pass is like sixteen hundred dollars. I am not paying that. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. That it's ridiculous is insane. How much money they cost, like that is a, why. <laughs> that like is the why highest. Go to Disney except for school field trips. Well, no, for like if you're just doing an annual, if you're just doing a couple of days, like we do a four day, um, a four day single park pass, and that's like two sixty. Oh, that's not too bad. That's not bad. The annual pass is where it gets you. If you have right. the annual pass, it's, it's yeah. The annual pass. The reason that it's an issue is because they have four parks and two water parks. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have to have access to all six. Right. And that's and the then part. it's like okay, yeah. Now we're Universal's right. only got two parks and a water park. So like. Right. So, and and two parts you have to go to. You have to buy a ticket for both. You can't just have one. Well, no, it's yeah, but at the same time, it's whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, it should be fun. I'll fill everybody in on the next episode. It's not going to be like super. Oh my god, it's exciting. I'm like I've been to Universal before. It's yeah. be some good stories though, yeah, some good memories. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just hoping I don't you know do something stupid and get kicked out of the park. But we all know how that can go. No, that's me. I've done some stupid shit at amusement parks before. That is true. Um, true. but. Again, I'm not really too concerned. I think we should have a good time and be able to fill everybody in on the next episode. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I, Drew and Josh in to have the full crew in on an episode. I think it'd be fun. We get uh, yeah. dingle shit and fuckle knuckle and everybody ever. We get uh, Walmart Hannibal Lecter. That's you? No, that's Josh. Oh, uh, Josh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I forgot that. I don't know if we... We might be able to get him to take a picture, but like he just sends us these videos where he just goes like this. He just stares and into just the camera stares. for like a good 30, it, 45 seconds. Yeah, it's just, and then at the end of it, he may say something, he may not. It depends on whatever's going on. The video just may end, and you're like, well, okay. Um, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, I did make another purchase for a jersey that uh, it did show up. And let me get it real quick. All right, finish up. Always. Benet. Benet Sewell. 
spot talking about him earlier, but it's my guy. I love him. I uh, I appreciate, you know, I appreciate what the Lions did in getting him. I think it makes our offensive line just that much better. Oh, yeah. He, he can definitely um, be a top O-lineman in his easy. career. Easy. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, obviously we're probably just filling time at this point. And if anybody's listening to this point of the podcast, uh, I'm sorry. I'm also very sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop making noise. He's just being annoying to be annoying today. I don't know why. Um, but with that being said, after dumbass had to do what he had to do, um, you know, hey, you know, I appreciate everybody listening. We do. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We're still working on sponsorships some way, somehow. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have Anchor something. Anchor ain't got back to us in like a month. So um, We may need to possibly look at other venues, possibly for yeah. sponsorships. Or probably to, you know, message Anchor first. Um, yeah, we might need to get a hold of Anchor. We'll figure that out. And yeah. hopefully within the next episode or two, we'll start getting some sponsorship deals, guys. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but until that point, you know, let's keep hitting the bell. You know, keep it. It's over here. I don't know why it's over here. Uh, keep hitting the bell. We appreciate you. And uh, sorry that Rick couldn't be with us this week, but it is what it is. We'll be. Uh, hopefully, we got the full crew next week, man. We'll be uh, on top, crew. ready to rock, baby. We appreciate you guys. Thank you very much for listening.